What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode seven seven of Live Laugh Lou. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. And I got to turn up my volume here. Hell yes. I can hear me now. Perfect. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode seven of Live, Laugh, Lou. Let's go. Fucking hype. Uh, The feedback has been amazing. And we're cruising. We're cruising along. We're killing it. I've gotten at least over 40 views on each of my episodes. One's at like 39 right now. So let's get that above 40. But no, that's great. Uh, everything's above 40 views right now on YouTube, which is phenomenal. Uh, I, I'm glad people like watching because I like videotaping. And it's cool, and I have fun with it. And also, I'm in a weird mood today, so we're getting that. Uh, so that's cool. So yeah. And we've gotten at least over 10 plays on each episode listening, so that's cool too, which means we're getting a lot of views, we're getting a lot of listens, which is cool, we're growing, we're getting better, and also we're in talks of having a guest on the show soon, which I'm so pumped for because it's going to be funny, it's going to be fun, it's going to be deep conversation, it's it's going to be fun, and I'm so hyped for it. It's going to be a good time. And who doesn't, you know, like, who doesn't like having a guest on the show, you know? Who doesn't like having a new face on the show? And let's address the elephant in the room right away. My hair looks too good. I get it. <laughs> I don't even do it sometimes in the morning, and yeah, it looks this good, and I've I think I've talked about it before, but yeah, man, it just, it looks too good, and I'm sorry for that, like, I'm, that sucks for all you hair guys out there, you know, uh, uh uh-oh, um, you know, so, yeah, uh, my hair looks good all the time, and there's nothing we can do about it, (laughs) and, (laughs) oh my gosh, uh, yeah, so, but it's been great, man, uh, it's been, It's been good. I'm in a weird mood today, probably because I'm excited that my AC got fixed. Yeah, so so get this. Uh, After the cold water fiasco, yeah, disastrous. Then I had AC issues when it's 100 degrees here in Atlanta. So I called up. It, It took so long for them to fix it, too. It took so long, way much longer than I thought, and yeah, I'm officially moving to Canada, where everybody's nice, no, I'm just kidding, but I, I, dude, I'm about to ask, I think I'm going to ask for rent off this month, because that's two problems, and we're only three weeks into this month, that's two problems in one month, and we're only three weeks in. And not having an AC unit work while it's 100 degrees outside and I have to come home to an 80-degree apartment, that sucks. 
That sucks. Had to go and buy a $30 fan. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. Great, because now the apartment complex got me to spend 30 more dollars, and they got me. They got me good. Congratulations, you got me good. All right? Well, you know what? Screw you, apartment complex. Uh, yeah, they're going to get an earful, and they got an earful one morning because I was, I was freaking dying. I woke up just sweating. I didn't have a fan yet, uh, but that, that day I went out to go get one, and I called them on Sunday morning. Yeah, get this. They're open on Sunday mornings, but not Saturdays. Saturdays, they're closed. Sundays, they're open. God's day, you know? So, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I called them, and I was like, hey, are you guys going to come out to fix this? And they're like, oh, no, maintenance doesn't come out on Sundays. Huh? <laughs> Funny joke. Uh, yeah, can we get maintenance out here? Oh, no, they don't come out on Sundays. What? Dude, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? I, if, if the, the, the if the leasing, I, I'm at a loss for words, I'm sorry. If the leasing office is open on Sunday mornings, why is the maintenance crew not here? What's the maintenance doing? <sighs> Whatever. I was at a loss for words, and I was like, okay, are they going to come tomorrow? I won't be here. I won't be in my apartment because I got work. Will they come and fix it while I'm gone? And she said, yeah, they should. We got, looks like we got the work order in. It looks like we got your maintenance request. And I was like, thank you very much. So they came in, and thank God they fucking fixed it on that Monday. And so that's cool. So thanks a lot, apartment complex. Like, fucking ridiculous, dude. It was so ridiculous um, but we got it fixed, and it's all good now, and I'm gonna end up paying full rent for this apartment this month, even though I'm gonna try to get some off, but, you know, fuck the haters. What's crazy, what's crazy is, does everybody else have this problem, and, like, does nobody care? Or, like, also, like, how long have the other people been living here? Like, I wonder if they bump up their prices as they go. Or, like, once you get here, that's your price for rent. And then you stay at that price. Like, what if people have been been here for, like, five years and their rent is, like, nine $900 still? Like, that's fucking amazing. That would be amazing. I'd be rolling in the dough. I'd be just rolling straight up. So, there's that. Um, but, yeah. It's been wild. I, I could rant about my apartment for, for a while. But it's all good. I'm not going to. Because, guess what? I'm in a good mood today because my AC got fixed. And also, you know, we, 
we got an audition. So let's fucking go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's fucking go, dude. Let's go. Auditions. We Yes, we love auditions. I'm flexing on them hoes. <laughs> but yeah, we got some auditions, so that's great. Life is looking up. We're getting new headshots this weekend. We're we're sending out our demo reel. We're in talks with some theaters. Life is going good. We're starting to build momentum. It's starting it's starting to go good, my friends. So party, party on. And thanks all for listening to the uh, Live Laugh Loop podcast. I appreciate you. Uh, keep sharing. Keep telling people about it. Keep showing your coworkers. Show your coworkers. Show your mom. Show your dad. Show your, show your, hey, show your, show your siblings. Show your best friend. Show your, show your schoolmates. Show whoever you want. Because guess what? We want to grow and we want to spread the word on life. And maybe not maybe a a I don't I'm not a pro at this life thing but you know I got some wisdom on an, I got some wisdom in there and yeah I'm sorry I'm in a weird mood so it sounds I'm I'm like jumping around and my mouth is moving a lot and I'll be right back I got to go get some water I'll cut this out All right I've got the trusted I've got the trusted water bottle now. The trusted great value water bottle. Hell yeah. But um also my throat is still fucked up. We're not sure what it is. And I don't feel like going to a fucking doctor again. Doctors are dumbasses. They they act like they know what they're doing, but then they're like, Meh, I don't know, take some of these. It's like, dude, I just want to feel fucking better. I don't want a fucking painful swallow every time I'm eating a fucking piece of pizza. I've, like, I'm trying to taste good food, and it tastes good, but then when I swallow, it's like, fuck eating. I don't want to fucking eat. Like, it's the worst, man. It's the worst. I I I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I I thought. Whatever, whatever. Fuck you, doctors. I'm not going to a doctor's again. Although I probably will because I probably should. Um, yeah, whatever. But I got my trusted water bottle now. Great value, purified drinking water. Great value, purified drinking water. Not only does it have flavor-enhancing minerals, but it also is distributed by Walmart Incorporated, and it has ingredients of calcium chloride and sodium bicarbonate, which is great. And you can also recycle. Great value, purified drinking water. This is an ad. Boom. Oh my gosh. Great value. Purified drinking water. We got an ad. This is our sponsor, Great Value Purified Drinking Water. It's the cheapest shit at the grocery store. So I get it. You know what I'm saying? I use them food stamps. No, I'm just kidding. But I wish, you know. 
I feel like I could p- apply for them and get them. But um, yeah, life life at the escape room so far. I'm an actor in an escape room. If y'all don't know, but I, I'm a I'm a British co-pilot. So whenever whenever people come into the escape room, I'm you know I'm very I'm very method with it. So I'll start my British accent like as soon as like as soon as they walk in the door, and they'll think I'm actually British. They'll think I'm actually from London. So I'll keep it going throughout the whole thing, and I'll tell them like I'm from, I'm from Kingston, Kingston upon Thames, and then they ask, they always ask me like, like for me like, <laughs> oh my gosh, on my old podcast, oh my gosh, that was so funny, uh, fucking, I was talking about Love Island. That shit is so funny, dude. Love Island. I gotta watch that show again, cause it's the summer. It's the time for Love Island. <laughs> so, like for me, like my feelings were just a bit like hurt by that. Like she like, <laughs> like my feelings were like, like was she enemy or not? And I was like, well, if you're enemy, then like come over to me and kiss me, alright? You know what I'm saying? And like that was just a bit rubbish. How she like went over to that other guy and like started talking to him about me, and I was like, that's not cool, man. And <laughs> I love Love Island. But yeah, anyways, I'm a British co-pilot. And so I talk like I'm from Kingston. And people will actually be convinced that I'm from Kingston. Like I'll, like, like I've done my research. Like I know where it is. Like there's a map in the room, like in the room of the escape room. And they're always like, where is Kingston on this map? So I know where it is. And I've gotten two people now in the three months that I've been there. I've gotten two people now to take a picture with me and say, well, hey, can we get a picture with you just in case you, like, get famous soon? And, like, then we know, like, a British actor. And I'm like, sure thing. Yeah, absolutely. I would love a picture. That would be so good. For, that would be awesome. I would love a picture. And then I smile for the camera. Then they're like, that's so cool. Thank you so much. And I'm like, absolutely. Have a great rest of your evening. And <laughs> yeah, man, they leave thinking I'm a British guy. And the one guy came up to me. He's like, he like pulled me to the side. He's like, just, just tell me you're, just tell me you're really method with it. You know, just tell me you're like, method with it and you know this accent is fake because the accent is really good i said no i'm actually from kingston yeah and uh he's like oh wow that's really cool (laughs) and so it's been fun but when i am when i am a little bit more known it's gonna suck when they know i'm from Mannheim, pennsylvania amish country and I'm going to feel like I betrayed them because those two people have been really nice people. And so, yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool, you know. But it's fun. It makes the job more fun because then I can convince people that I'm actually British. And now I got to work on my Chicago accent because I have to do, I have to be in the Al Capone's speakeasy. Uh, so... I gotta work on my Chicago accent. I don't even, I don't even know how to do a Chicago accent. It's like, it's hard, man. I, I've been, I've been trying to work on it, and it always switches to New York. But you know, in the late 1920s, 
that's the New York and the Chicago accent were kind of interchangeable and they were kind of they kind of sounded the same uh subtle differences but yeah I've been trying to work on my Chicago accent and that's fucking hard like I can't fucking figure it out like sometimes I'll go sub like sometimes I'll start trying to go Chicago and then I'll go into southern and then I'll accidentally go into British and then I'll accidentally go into New York and then sometimes I'll go into Boston accent and it's like oh my gosh I can't keep it fucking straight dude so it's Chicago accent's hard man uh whatever but anyways um enough about me let's talk about the quote of the week which is phenomenal and it's by Andy Grammer cuz I'm going to see him on I'm going to see him tomorrow Andy 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 Grammer yeah yeah Andy Andy Grammer Andy let's go I'm so hyped for it I'm so hyped He's coming to ATL, and we're going to fucking rock this shit out, bro. Not rock it out, but we're going to fucking... Let's go, dude. I'm so fucking excited, man. But he put a great quote out on uh, Instagram about a day ago, and it, it, it stuck with me, man, because he's so inspirational, you know... Uh, he started on the streets of LA just singing his way, ch- chasing his dream. And that's, man, chasing the dream is what it's all about. Chasing the dream is what it's all about, you know? And he, he started out in the streets. He would go to a piano and he would start singing his, start singing Keep Your Head Up. He would sing all, all those songs from the first album. Um, uh, Keep Your Head Up. Uh, I'm forgetting, I'm blanking on the other one. That's, big time oh no no it's gonna bug me i gotta look it up because you gotta keep your head up oh you can let your head down hey you gotta keep your head up oh um what's that album called i know it's hard no it's hard i think it's honey i'm good like i think that was the I think that was another one that he wrote uh, on the streets of L.A. Nah. Uh, but he didn't release it till 2014. What is that song? Keep Your Head Up. Keep Your Head Up album. There was one other song that that's like famous off that album. And I can't seem to think of it right now. So weird. Why can't I think of it? No worries. I'm going to find it, guys. I'm going to find it. Give me some time. I'm going to find it. Here's the album. Fine by me. Dude, why can't I fucking think of that? Ugh. I'm just saying it's fine by me. If you never leave. And when you live like this forever, it's fine by me. So that was another one he... Uh, wrote on the streets and he started singing on the streets and that's kind of what got him going and that's crazy that's awesome and now he does he just does all these shows with uh, he does all these like small venues because he wants it to be like this 
he wants it to be like a more personal more personal interaction rather than a huge um stadium although he probably couldn't sell out on a stadium so that's also probably why but um but he's great man he's great and i love him and i love andy grammar and i'm not ashamed to admit it because i love andy grammar and he had a really good quote the other day he put it on his instagram he said authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are and he says these shows have been a leap forward in authenticity for me as a human and a performer to take that leap and have you all there relating and singing along is downright exhilarating i love every single one of you that has come it means so much thank you and you know that's what he does he relates to us he relates to us all like all of his all of his songs kind of relate kind of relate to life man and trying to have that upbeat attitude through all the ups and downs of life that's that's what it's all about like his his song keep your head up i mean it's all about you know keeping your head up when life gets hard because you gotta keep your head up oh and you can let your head down hey you gotta keep your head up oh but Man, Andy Grammer, man, he's inspiring. He inspires a lot of people, and that's really cool to me. And, you know, that's what I kind of, that's kind of what I feel like, that's kind of like what I feel, I won't, I won't say destined, but I, I kind of feel like that's what I'm meant to do, is like inspire like a, a small town kid out of Mannheim, Pennsylvania, like inspire kids to follow their dreams. Like who would have thought like, you know, I I someone someone from Mannheim could go on to be an actor or be a successful working actor, and that's what I'm going to work towards, and that's what I'm going to work every day towards. And yeah, like uh, Joseph Carmody is another one where he's I think he's still a working actor. I'm not sure what he's up to now because I haven't talked to him in forever, but um. Rob, you know, he's in the, in the, in the film industry and we're just trying to do it, man. We're just trying to, the pause, we're just trying to get there. We're not trying to do it. Nope. Not gay, but pride month, uh, not gay. Yep. 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 That's it. That's it. I'm done. End of podcast. Um, nope. Nope. Uh-oh. Yeah, but no, Rob, Rob's just going for it. We're both just trying to go, go for it. And we're both trying to make it in the industry. You know what I'm saying? So it's fun. Uh, it's also what I've, what I've come to like realize that it's like, I, I kind of like it, man. I kind of like being at the bottom and trying to work your way up. Like that's, that's always what it's been for me. Like in basketball, like I've always been at the bottom. I've always been at the short end of the stick because I am short. You know what I'm saying? Five, seven, Tom Cruise height, Top Gun Maverick. <sighs> Anyways. Yeah. I, I That's kind of what I, where, where I've always been. I've kind of had to, you know, make a name for myself and, you know, 
maybe it came easier because I was like a class clown in high school and you know everybody kind of knew Rob and I because we were on the morning announcements making a fool out of ourselves but not really because we were funny as hell on the announcements <laughs> if I can find those videos I'll, I'll play them one podcast but they're fucking hilarious dude and maybe when I have Rob on the podcast I'll play those we'll we'll play those and we'll watch them and we'll we'll talk about them and you know we'll reminisce on the good days <laughs> of the morning announcements they're probably they're probably reading the announcements like this Jesus Hernandez report to the office Kelly Olenek report to the office and today in sports basketball team has won has defeated Donegal 54 to 46 late in the fourth quarter they went on an 8 and 0 run to beat the Donegal Indians and that's probably what they sound like now it's probably like so boring and me and Rob fucking elevated that shit so high and now it's now the bar's probably so fucking low again <laughs> but no that was a lot of fun and uh yeah Shout out John Charles. Um, shout out to him for letting us do our thing. KP running, KP running the whole back, and me and Rob just fucking run the run the show up front there. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, also embrace who you are, dude. Like you are here on this earth for a reason, and you are important. And like man you're you're the you're the best thing you're the best thing this world could bring and like whatever god whoever you want to believe in whoever you think is the higher power there they brought you into this world for a reason and you're in this world for a reason and i saw a stat the other day like there's a there's a one in like 4 billion chance that you were born or some shit like that like that's insane and I'm not sure if it's actually true, but that's insane. One in four billion chance? I mean, you're meant to be here. You're meant to be here. If that's true, you're meant to be here. You're meant to do something. Find what it is and fucking do that thing because you're meant to be in this world if you're here and you're if you're listening to this. You're meant to be here and fucking... You only get one of these things. You only get one of these things called life, man. So fucking make it count. Who cares what other people think of you? Who cares about all the outside noise coming in? Fucking be you. Embrace it. And, you know, it's like Jim Carrey. Like, he was he was always trying to be, like, this funny guy for everybody. And, like, he is funny. He is a funny guy. But, like, you know, in the early days, he was just trying to be who everyone thought he was who everyone thought he was, and I think that's what this quote is so great, and it's about being authentic, man, it's about being your true self, and, you know, let go of who we think we're supposed to be, and what others think we're supposed to be, and just embrace who you are, and just be who you are, and once you find, and maybe you're not sure yet, maybe it's, maybe it's, uh, Maybe you're on a tough road to finding who you are, and maybe it's hard for you right now, and that's okay. 
that's okay. Keep searching. Keep keep doing the things you like. Keep putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and seeing what seeing what comes out of it, you know, comes out of that situation or experience. Because when we're putting these un, we're we're so right now we're so we're so comfortable with being comfortable ever since like the pandemic we're so comfortable with being in our own space and being alone and not talking to people and like being alone for that long is dangerous and not talking to people for that long is dangerous because we get so comfortable and then we lose touch with the outside world and so we got to be careful of that but yeah be who you are embrace it and fucking go kill it out there man go follow your dream do whatever you do whatever your heart desires because we only get one of these things called life man and i don't want to miss it i don't want to miss it and i hope you don't want to miss it either there's only one opportunity for it so and it's okay like feel feel important about yourself like make sure you feel important like you can feel you can feel important like like an important person in life like you can feel like that entitlement you but let's not get an ego though i mean it's okay to have an ego but to a certain extent because there's there's nothing wrong with having an ego but there's a point where you have to regulate it where you're not, you know, arrogant or a prick about it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if you ever find yourself in that situation, check your ego at the door and, you know, regulate it. But it's okay to feel like you're important, to feel like you're meant to be where you are now. And, like, it's okay to kind of feel, I guess... I, I, I'm searching for the right word, but I guess like kind of powerful, kind of, kind of, yeah, I can't, I can't, um, I can't search for the right word, but yeah, it's okay to feel important. Um, just the, that self-worth and self-confidence is okay, but just make sure we don't get an ego and that, you know, we're not a prick and arrogant about it because people don't like those people and people notice who those people are. And they're like, yeah, I don't want to be around that guy. Like, he may be successful. But, I mean, if he's happy, he's happy with that. And if that's what you want to do, then I guess go for it. Be an arrogant prick. <laughs> um, hey, whatever. But I think life is about human connection, man. And connecting with other people and getting to know other people and making sure making sure you're happy and making sure everybody else is happy and yeah that self-worth and self-confidence is good to have because confidence is usually always attached with success and it's always attached with belief too cuz you know usually i mean everybody has their insecurities i Ryan Reynolds i bet has his insecurities i'm i'm sure everybody does like all those all those big time people who say who who you think they have perfect lives like all those people on social like even your friends like those people on social media that 
post like perfect pictures and like everything seems perfect in their life. It's not. And that's okay. Like it's not. Like they try to make it look like their life is great, but it's not that great. It might be. It might be. But they have but they have their problems too. So like that's why I said stay off social media like a couple episodes ago for the most part because fucking that shit's annoying, man. They like try to post this perfect life to make it seem like they have this perfect life. They have their own problems. They're going through some they're going through some shit too, so But you just gotta keep living, man. L I V I N. But yeah, uh confidence is always attached with success and also belief because you know you got to believe in yourself and you got to have confidence and to have that confidence like will propel you forward uh above everybody else and it will propel you forward in front of everybody else and that confidence about yourself will keep growing you know there's always there's always that saying fake it till you make it too and I honestly think that's true. Like, uh, most of you guys know KP, uh, Kyle Peters. Like, he started this job with this company, and he didn't, He's he, he knew a lot about video editing, but he doesn't know as much as he knows now. And he literally just told me, you know, I I didn't know what I was doing when I started off. I literally just faked it till I made it. Till I made it. Make, maked. Uh Uh oh, I just said maked. I just said maked, dude. R.I.P. my career. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, my career. Maked. Maked it. Faked it till you maked it. Faked it. He faked it till he made it. Wow. How retarded did I just sound? Oh my gosh. Scad didn't teach me English, guys. Don't. Don't throw some shade over here. Don't throw some hate. Skad didn't teach me English. Raj Raj taught me math. I know math, but I don't know English. I didn't I haven't touched that shit since fucking freshman year. And that was four years ago. And that wasn't even English class. It was basically just reading books. But I guess that is English class because you because you learn things and shit by reading. Yeah. Whatever. Fucking comprehension. Fucking building comprehension skills. Get off my back. I'm gonna fucking spark note this the night before. What you mean? I'm gonna spark note it the morning of. What the fuck you mean? When I was in that English class, I spark noted the morning of every single time. And it was so awesome. <laughs> because the teacher would... Like, we'd sit in this circle, and she'd go around and, like, ask basically everybody what they thought of, like, these parts. <laughs> and KP was sitting next to me, and I was fucking... She called on me one time, and I don't even remember what I said, but I just felt KP looking at me. KP started looking down and laughing and, like, smirking and like covering his face because he knew I was just bullshitting my way through the answer and hey it worked so it's all good I fucking bead the class and we moved on and that's that
<laughs> but I fucking and then after the class, KP was like, "Nice, nice BS answer," and I was like, "Thanks." Oh man, that was funny. That was funny as hell. Um, but yeah. Anyways, self confidence. Uh. There's a number of ways to build it, I'd say, if if, if we're talking about how to build it now. Um, like, one thing is to never lose faith, hope, and believing in achieving your dream, whatever that may be. Just keep believing. Keep Just keep believing that it's going to come when you're ready. I just watched American Underdog, and I watched Hustle. And American Underdog wasn't as good as Hustle. American Underdog wasn't that great overall, really. But, you know, it, it does it does have a great message. It's just keep believing in your dream. And guess what? Kurt Warner did win a Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl. He fucking was working at a grocery store. And then five years later, he was a fucking Super Bowl champion. Like, that's fucking sick as hell. And that's what his dream was. And he was MVP of the league. And that's insane. Like, keep believing in your dream. Keep trying to get there. And, like, American Underdog was so good at telling that, like, you know, when he first got out of college, it was nothing. He didn't want to, he didn't get drafted. And,. So he went on to play for this Arena Football League. And he got a shot with the Packers, but he got cut in two days because he wasn't ready. And then he was like, all right, well, that's it for me, I guess. And then I guess a couple, a year later maybe he got, he got a call from the Rams, Dick Vermeil. Mar, uh, what was his name? Offensive coordinator, Martz. His last name was Martz, I think. I think it was Mike Martz or something. Um, but they gave him a shot, and he was ready. And he was ready to win games, and that's what he did. And he went to two Super Bowls. That's wild. That's wild. And, like, just, like, he's working at a grocery store, but still, he didn't give up on his dream. And, you know, he may be playing arena football, but he was doing what he loved and he was still trying to achieve his dream. And he kept believing in it. He kept believing that it was going to come. And also that that higher power, you know, like, you know, he, he believed in God and he said, God, you know, I'm ready now. Like he said to the Rams offensive coordinator, and I'm not sure if this was an actual conversation, but because obviously it's a movie, but he said, God knows I wasn't ready then for the Packers, but God knows I'm ready now. And he was ready, and he won a fucking Super Bowl, so that's sick. And Hustle, man, Hustle was a good-ass movie. That's one of my favorite basketball movies of all time already. Um, that one is so good. Like, he just kept trying to get to the league. Like, the scout didn't give up. He put his own money as an investment into this guy. Like, you just can't give up. You just got to keep believing. And it's so good. Like, um, Rob and I were talking about Hustle, and we just wish we would have saw, like, more of that relationship with the scout and the and the owner before he died. 
uh, which would have been cool, but um, I guess since the movie was already pretty long, I guess they couldn't really show it, so, you know, it is what it is, but it's it, it's also, there was a good quote in American Underdog, uh, I don't know it word for word, but it's like, you gotta look at how far you've become as a person, it's not where you end up, or always everything you achieve, it's who you become as a person, and that's true, and I think, you know, knowing yourself and becoming the best version of you should always, should always try to be in there, should always try to be a priority, because we, we, we got to be the best version of ourselves in order to have that self-confidence, you know, if we, if we look in the mirror and we see the best version of ourselves, it's easy to have that self-confidence and easy to have that self-worth, but when you look in the mirror and you're kind of, and you're kind of not, you're kind of not sure about yourself, it's hard to have that self-confidence, it's hard to, it's hard to tell yourself that you can have that self-confidence. So that's that's why I say, you know, just... I guess a good thing to do is always repeat a positive affirmation about yourself. Like, just give yourself something, something to say to yourself that'll just, you know try to rewire your brain into, into positive, into positivity, and I think that'll help you tremendously, and it's, it's helped me a shit ton, and, you know, I'm not still where I want to exactly be as a person, but I'm still getting there, because, you know, we got to experience the world, we got to get there through experience, it's not just, hey, I'm there, it's not just that, it, it comes with time, and so, you know, you got to keep chasing, uh, Matthew McConaughey always talks about who's his hero, and he in in one of his speeches he talks about I'm chasing me at 25, and I'm chasing me at 35, and so he keeps going he keeps going to say like I'm I'm chasing all the I'm chasing me in 10 years, so that way I can never stop growing, that way I can never stop getting better as a person, and you know getting better in my career field, and and you know just keep bettering yourself. And so you always got to keep chasing that person in order to keep growing, keep getting better. And I think that's cool. And I think that's great. If if you want to tell yourself that, that's cool. Like, steal someone else's or make up one of your own. You know, it's all, hey, whatever works for you. Repeat something to yourself that'll kind of help you get that self-worth and self-confidence. Also, have 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 a few feel-good feel songs. Like I have a feel good playlist, you know, when I'm, when, when I'm feeling good, I'll play it. When I'm feeling down, I'll play it. Um, I don't play it all the time. So, so like the songs don't wear off, you know, (laughs) but I also have like, I also have like two songs I played to myself right before an audition to get me in, to get me into the fucking, to get me into the mindset, to get me into that confidence. Cause you know, people when I walk into the audition room, people always tell me that I have this just natural charisma to me and that I I have a great smile. And so I try to bring that into the room. I try to bring that confidence and that charisma and that, I yeah, I guess I bring that into the room and I try to bring that into the room whenever I can, you know, because that's kind of like the best, I guess the best trait about me. I guess I'd say, 
So, um, and brain is all about trickery, you know? You got to trick your brain into feeling better. Pete Davidson did an interview too where he said, oh, I'm depressed all the time. I wake up depressed. But it's all about tricking your brain. You got to trick your brain into thinking positive. Like you got to wake up and, you know, do some things to help your brain, to help your brain kind of level out, to help your brain kind of just trick it into thinking, hey, I'm all right. I'm good. I have that confidence. I'm I'm okay. And, you know, Pete Davidson said, Pete Davidson said he has to do that every day. And that's that's kind of crazy. But it is really all about trickery. You got to trick your brain. You got to rewire your brain into thinking differently. And if you're if you're that if you're that deep, I'd I'd say I'd say definitely try it because man, that shit sucks. I'm telling you. It sucks to feel that way. And I feel bad for everybody going through that. But um also use the people around you. Like if if you have good friends, man, like use them. Go go to them, hang out with them. Uh train you know, distract yourself. Like it's always good to distract your mind too. Like go hang out with your friends or fucking vent to them. Like if they're good friends, they're going to listen to you. And that's always that's always good too. So you use those people around you. You know, whoever it might be, those 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 constants in your life, those those constant people in your life. Use those people to to fucking vent, to distract your mind, have a good time with um build build a like they always say the people around you are who you are. So have people that motivate you into being better. And that's who you're going to be. So, yeah, keep, yeah, use the people around you. And if you need to vent, you need to vent. And, hey, I'm always here, too. Like, I'm always here. So, yeah. Anyways, let's go answer some questions. We got serious there for a while. So we got to go answer some questions. That's my Chicago accent. (laughs) I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know how to do a Chicago accent. Who the hell knows how to do a Chicago accent? I I mean a lot of people do, but um I have okay, here we go. I have a crush on this girl, but I don't know how to talk to her. How do I start? Well, first off First off, do you work together? What's going on? Uh what's the situation like like is this do you see this girl a lot um but i'd say just fucking introduce yourself i'd say walk up to her like because it 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 depends on what 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 stage of life you're in kind of like if if it's like high school girls are like weird about that but most girls like a guy who can just come up to them and start talking to them and it's like that fucking quote and I'm not sure I will, and I'm not sure I'm with this, but it takes 20 seconds of insane courage to just do something great, and something and something great will come on the other side of that 20 seconds of courage. And so, I would say just 
build up the courage to just talk to her to just introduce yourself and say hey I'm Lou uh, I saw you I, I've i seen you around and I think you're really cute and I'd like to get to know you better and or ask for a number or whatever I don't man I don't know I'm not really good at the girl thing <laughs> I uh like yeah I guess I guess say I guess introduce yourself is the first thing because you got to introduce yourself so they feel comfortable talking to you if they don't know who you are they're not going to feel comfortable talking to you so introduce yourself for sure and also if you seem in person a lot or if you don't I'd say if you see him in person a lot I'd say walk up to him and just be like hey I I'm I'm Lou I've seen you around a lot and I just wanted to get to know you better and see what she and go from there and if you don't see her a lot and if you kind of and if you you're crushing on this girl like 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 digitally uh I'd say just <laughs> I'd say just message her and be like, and just do the same thing. Hey, are you down to go? Hey, I'm Lou. Are you down to go grab some dinner sometime? I th- like, just be yourself also. Like, whatever you think you want to say. Don't be, like, cheesy, though. Think something clever to say. Like, don't be like, I thought you, I think you're really beautiful or something. Like, they always hear that. They always hear that. Come up with something new. Like... Say something funny, like, try try to, like, say they put something on their story, like, if it's digitally, say something, they put something on their story, swipe up on it, and make a joke about it, and then introduce yourself, like, introduce yourself, make a joke about the story, or just make a joke about the story and see how they respond, and see if they're kind of somewhat interested, and if they know you. Yeah, like, do they know you? If they know you, then just talk to her and just be yourself. But that's kind of where I would start. I would just, I would just try to talk to her. I would just put myself out there for her to see me. And if she doesn't, if she doesn't uh, see you, then hey, that's all right. You you tried. You put yourself out there, and she's and you try you tried to talk to her. And you did your thing. It's all right. A crush, a crush won't. If it's the right girl, she'll stick by you. So, and if the feelings go away, which they probably will if it's just a crush, or if you think this could be, or if you think this could be the girl, then try again. You know? It's like, and with these days though I'm not sure how persistent you can be because girls get creeped out a lot easier than they used to you know so there's that but yeah just put yourself out there for her to see you and to see ya <laughs> to see ya put yourself out there to see ya but now introduce yourself put yourself out there to so she can see you and know who you are if you if she doesn't know you if she does know you you know put yourself out there Put yourself out there for or for him or for who I, I guess I have this crush on this girl. So for her, put yourself out there for her and just go for it, man. I I wish you well.
that's always, that's always tough. That's always tough. Um, let's see if we got another one. Would you rather lose vision in one eye and hearing in one ear or lose a random amount of money once a week for the rest of your life between a cent and $5,000? You'd lose it through random things too, like robbery, misplacement, large fines, etc. Totally out of your control and irretrievable. Lose a random amount of money easily. Um, And here's why. Because guess what? I like being able to see things. And I like being able to see out of both eyes. And I like being able to hear out of both ears. It's something we take for granted every single day. And we do it. But this shit's great. I love being able to see out of my eyes. And I can't imagine being blind. I would want to fucking die. And for blind people, I don't know how you do it. Props to you. Holy hell. That would bug the shit out of me. Like, I could, that would just suck, man. I could never see, I could never see, I could, I could never see a a naked girl again. Really? Like, that would suck, man. That would suck. I could never see tits again. That might be TMI. That might be TMI. But, come on. Seeing is great. Maybe I should have said, I could never see the beautiful nature. But, no, we all know what we're thinking about. We all know what we're thinking. You know, guys? Guys, we all know what we're thinking here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but oh well. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick to my guns. That would suck if I was blind or I lost vision. I would definitely lose. want to lose a random amount of money once a week for the rest of my life. Between one cent. You know, what if there's a couple days? What if there's a couple weeks where it's just a cent? You know? But also $5,000. Yeah, that $5,000 would suck big time. I'd go into debt very quickly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess that's that's it for the questions because we're running out of time. It's already at 55 minutes. All right, here we go. Um, I guess we got to do our fucking... What the hell is happening? What the hell? What the hell is happening in the world? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what the hell is happening right now. Because guess what? There just came out with an article, June 20th, 20, 2022, literally two days ago, for the case for the four-day work week. I'm all in. I'm all in. Drop it. Drop the money. I'm all in. I'm all in for that. For all for all of you guys, I'm all in for that. The four-day work week is fantastic. I went to SCAD where we had four days where we went to classes and then we had a three-day weekend to fucking do shit and also to fucking chill out. And I'm telling you, it's the best fucking thing ever fucking invented. And whoever fucking invented the five-day work week, Henry Ford, I think it was. Henry Ford, fuck you, Henry Ford. The five-day work week sucks. The four-day work week is exactly where it's at. The four-day work week is exactly where it's at. Imagine the productivity. Imagine the productivity of your workers. 
Imagine how productive you're going to be on a four-day work week and then have a three-day fucking weekend every single, every single weekend. The four-day work week is a phenomenal thing and everybody should do it. Everybody. I am very passionate about this. The four-day work week is exactly how this world should work. The four-day work week is exactly how this world should work. It is exactly what all you office workers should be doing currently. Even maybe you have to work for nine-hour shifts instead of instead of five eight-hour shifts. Maybe, maybe. But guess what? The four-day work week. The four-day work week is exactly where it's at. I'm telling you, improved well-being, better company performance, everything, stronger retention. People are going to stay there longer if it's a four-day if it's a four-day work week. I'm telling you, dude. Improved attitudes. Think of every possible positive thing you could think of, and that's what the four-day work week will do for you. I'm so passionate about this four-day work week. I'm so fucking passionate about it. I'm so... Oh, my gosh. The best-known company for embracing four-day work weeks is New Zealand's Perpetual Guardian, whose founder, Andrew Barnes, great, phenomenal guy, I'm telling you because he embraced this four-day work week, and now I bet he's fucking killing it. Offered employees in 2018 the ability to work 30 hours per week with the same salary with a pledge that they would maintain the same productivity. Also co-founder of the four-day week global, Barnes commissioned an independent academic study before the eight-week trial and found big improvements in employee well-being and company performance slash revenue. Four-day work week. Four-day work week. Four-day work week. That's where it's fucking at, dude. The four-day fucking work week. I'm rooting for all you guys. I'm rooting for all you guys the four-day work week. This is a huge news article on CNN Business. And I'm telling you, the four-day work week, work week is exactly where it's at. And 35 to 36-hour weeks with no change in pay, that sounds fucking amazing. Four-day. Dude, after a three-day weekend, four-day work week, you're like, holy shit, only four days. And then... I get I get Thursday night. I get Friday night. I get Saturday night. And then Sunday, you're chilling out and you're like, "All right. I'm ready for my 4-day work week." That's fucking exciting as hell. That's fucking the shit, dude. That's fucking the life. The 4-day work week. I'm all in. CNN business, I'm all in. And I'm sure all of you guys would be in too. Because it's the four-day work week, baby. It's a new time. We're getting back on it. It's a new time. It's time for the four-day work week. It is time. I'm telling you, it's time for the four-day work week. Oh, what the hell is happening is the best segment on the show because the four-day work week. Fuck yeah. Dad joke? More like rad joke. You know what I'm saying? My shirt. Dad joke. More like rad joke. That's where we're at. Dude, the fucking four-day work week. I'm rooting for you guys. I'm all in on the four-day work week. But anyways, guys, that's fucking time. I'm past a fucking hour. And 
the four-day work week, if you're all in on the four-day work week, fucking let me know. I bet you are. And the four-day work week is where we should be right now. Is where we should be right now. We should be. We should have been there 10 years ago. We should have been there 20 years ago. We should have been there 30 years ago. We should have been there 40 years ago. <laughs> we should have been there 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. The four-day fucking work week. I'm all in. Fucking four-day work week. Even if it's a nine-hour shift. Maybe. Dude, the productivity levels. Imagine the productivity levels. They would skyrocket. They would go to the freaking moon, man. Go to the freaking moon. All right. That's my time. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Keep sharing. Keep writing in the forms. I just got a bunch of new ones, and that's great. Um, so keep writing in those Google forms. Go to my go to my go to my bio and my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter, wherever. Uh, go to the new TikTok. Live Laugh Lou's got a TikTok now. Live Laugh Lou Pod. Uh, so go follow that if you want. Uh, yeah, keep fucking sharing. Keep fucking listening. I appreciate you guys, and thanks for listening. You guys are the best. And I'm having so much fun. And we're looking to get guests soon. So I'm so excited about that. And the four-day work week. Fuck yeah, the four-day work week. Uh, I'm so excited to keep going for this. And um, hey, I'm going to the Andy Grammer concert tomorrow. And I'm going to have a blast. And yeah, uh, keep interacting with me. Thanks a lot, guys. I'll uh, see you next week for episode eight. Peace out. Live, laugh, Lou. Live better. Laugh every day and love without fear and love every moment. Live every moment. Breathe. Remember to breathe. All right. Peace out, guys.